Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is October 9th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Now you can officially donate some crypto to my crypto address by using blockchainjohn.crypto. Once again, that's blockchainjohn.crypto. All right, let's get started. All right, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats, starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,484.91 with a 1% gain. Second place, Ethereum settling at $383.79 with a 2.8% gain. Third place, USDT Tether settling at $0.99 with a known gain, no loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple settling at $0.25 with a 1.4% gain. Fifth place, Binance Coin settling at $31.37 with a 7% gain. Sixth place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $241.89 with a 1.2% gain. Seventh place, Chainlink, settling at $11.41 with a 4.8% gain. Eighth place, Polkadot, settling at $4.32 with a 0.6% loss. Ninth place, Cardano, settling at $0.11 with a 7.8% gain. Tenth place, Litecoin, settling at $50.20 with a 0.4% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $370.6 billion, up by 1.3%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, another reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Shayua Malwa. $1.5 million of China's CBDC will be distributed in Shenzhen. Chinese tech hub Shenzhen said Thursday it would distribute over 10 million yuan, approximately $1.5 million, to citizens as part of a broader pilot test for its national digital currency, reported local news outlet CGTN. The move would help stimulate the public consumption and test demands for the Chinese digital currency, officially called the Digital Currency Electronic Payment (DCEP). Funding this test is Shenzhen's Lu, uh, Luhu District, which will distribute the DCEP to 50,000 recipients through a lottery system, the report said. They can use the digital currency at a reported 3,389 merchants, such as restaurants, supermarkets, gas stations, metro stations, department stores, and other everyday businesses. Recipients can avail the lottery on wallets developed by local banks, including the People's Bank of China, the country's central bank. Just need to download a DCEP wallet. There are four wallets developed by the major four commercial banks, noted Mo Li, head of marketing for crypto wallet app Hashkey Hub. Wow, look at that. China is already ahead of the game. They got it going on. All right, next news written by Matt Husey. Markets look beyond political sparring as investments. Boys? BUs? Boys? What is that? Boys? 
boys buys buys boys bitcoin man i don't know what that word is while stock market spent september tossing and turning over if and when u.s politicians would bail out the alien u.s economy traders are increasingly looking beyond the election the elections the S&P 500, Dow, and Nasdaq each closed at their highest levels in more than a month. With each of the S&P 500's 11 major sectors all up, including energy, utilities, and real estate. All three major indices were on track to post weekly gains of at least 2.7% if Friday follows suit. Why? Optimism has been building about the long-term product, uh, prospects of another sweeping stimulus package from Washington particularly in January following the elections. While Nancy Pelosi and Steve Munichin? Munichin? Steve Munchin, Munchkin, yes. Steve Munchkin uh, attempts to find an agreement before the election markets are already pricing in 2021. All right. Okay, uh, next news written by Tim Copeland. Bitcoin price breaks $11,000 after Square's huge endorsement. Uh, the price of Bitcoin has broken past the $11,000 mark just a just a day after payment company Square revealed it had bought $50 million of the digital currency. Its current price is $11,030 at the time of writing. Bitcoin is now up 4% in the last day and its sudden rise is pushing the market up. Most cryptocurrencies in the top 100 have turned positive today with some seeing even greener greener some greater gains. The price of Chainlink is back at $10, up by 18% in the last day, with Polkadot is now at $4.17, up by 13%. And the rest of it is a bunch of numbers. All right, next news, written by Liam Frost. A version of Bitcoin's Lightning has unknown vulnerabilities. What? Previously unknown vulnerabilities have been discovered in the older version of the Lightning Network daemon, a full-node implementation of Bitcoin's second-layer solution, Lightning Network. According to an announcement published today by Connor from, what is that, from, from Neck, from Neck, from Neck, head of cryptographic engineering at Lightning Labs. Uh, per the post, the vulnerabilities affects LND version 0.1. 0.10.x and below to safeguard themselves from the exploits users should upgrade their software to LND 0.11.0 or higher as soon as possible the announcement stressed alright make sure you do that you know I've actually been uh, thinking about creating a lightning node it's I mean I got I got a Raspberry Pi sitting here I might as well just do it right so but I'm working on another project but maybe that that's that's something that's been brewed up in my head I just I like to tink mess with that software I, I want to figure it out you know i like to see things come alive and i have a raspberry pi sitting there so i might as well do something with it right lightning network let's get it going lightning node all right next news written by daniel phillips central banks and bis outline requirements for cbdc's a group of central banks in collaboration with the bank of international settlements has published a new report outlining the main principle central banks digital currencies will need to meet to align with public policy objectives. The 26-page report titled Central Bank Digital Currencies Foundational Principles and Core Features addresses the feasible and publicly available CBDCs in helping banks meet their public policy objectives and covers their main principles and features. It is the first in a series of new reports which will, which will be produced in collaboration with central banks on related issues. 
to fulfill the role of a true CBDC that fits within the current regulatory landscape, they must fit a total of 14 core features, some of which include convertibility, convenience, instant, scalable, high throughput. High thru throughput. Some of these requirements may highlight why several central banks have chosen to develop their own decentralized ledger system or build an enterprise blockchain platform like R3 Corda and Hyperledger Fabric rather than using public blockchains like Ethereum. Most prominent publicly available blockchains suffer from scaling issues and can only process several dozens to several hundreds of transactions per second, leading to, leading to potentially high transaction fees when operating a full load. That is true. All right. Next news, written by Will Heisman. Brave is now the top-rated browser on Google Play Store. What? Congratulations. Okay, let's check this out. I love Brave. I love Brave. I'm actually using Brave right now. I've been using Brave since day one. Since day one of my podcast to now, I've always used the Brave browser. I'm using it right now. I'm looking at it. This is what I use. Why? Because I'm earning bat token. I'm come on. I'm you know gotta earn a little bit, right? I like it. I like it. And on top of that, it's it. I don't have all these ads popping up everywhere. It's. I like it. Anyways, uh, privacy-centric browser Brave has soared past com, uh, competitors on the Google Play Store, becoming the top-rated browser and leading Google's own Chrome browser in the dust, with a rating of 4.8 stars out of five. Over 230,000 total reviews, Brave has gained a serious advantage over the competition, edging out Chrome, Firefox, and many others by note by a noticeable margin. Brave on Android is now the top-rated browser on the Play Store, tweeted Des Martin, head of marketing at Brave, ahead of Chrome 4.1, Edge 4.5, DDG 4.7, Firefox 3.9, and others. Time to make the switch. The relative newcomer to the browser space has gained significant headway since the launch of its scalable release in November last year. Since then, the plucky browser has nipped at the heels of rivals such as Chrome, luring users with crypto-based rewards for browsing and viewing ads, while taking a divergent attitude to the trackers, trackers used by other browsers which harvest user data, diminishing privacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. I love it. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Blockstack releases Bitcoin earnings model for Stack 2.0. Today, Blockstack released its earning models, taking a step closer to version 2.0 of the Stack blockchain network, which will introduce a proof of transfer consensus algorithm. Blockstack indicated STX, STX holders stood to earn up to 18% annually on locked tokens, but to earn that money in Bitcoin. Here's how it works. STX holders lock up their tokens for two weeks at a time, meaning they can't use them. In exchange for doing so and essentially committing to the growth of the network, they're rewarded in Bitcoin at a rate of anywhere between 0% and 18% annually. Well, hold on, what? Between 0% and 18% annually. I don't like that. You're telling me that there's a chance that I'm gonna earn 0% for locking my, my cryptos? I don't know about that, okay? I don't know about that. Where's the Bitcoin come from? Why miners, of course. Those with a little bit of Bitcoin to spare can commit their Bitcoin to verify transactions on the Stacks blockchain and get, get STX along with fees in return. So essentially people are swapping Bitcoin for STX, but the complexity does serve a purpose. There's almost a native exchange between uh, pair between STX and BTC through mining. Blockstack CEO 
uh, Maniv Ali confirmed to decrypt. However, for miners skeptical of giving up their Bitcoin to mine an altcoin, he said, the profitability can be modeled as an arbitrage opportunity between the exchange pair and Binance or some other exchange pair. Okay. Next news written by Will. What is that? Will Gatsingen. Gatsingen. Will Gatsingen. Anderson Horowitz releases crypto documentary. What? Following a short teaser this past week in VC powerhouse Anderson Horowitz has released Crypto Startup School, a short documentary offering a glimpse at some of the stories behind the company's titular crypto bootcamp. The school isn't an ongoing project, but a one-time series of seminars that took place in California this past spring when 45 participants were invited to attend a seven-week course on the ins and outs of building new companies in the crypto space. The company has since released many of its lectures, which feature speakers from the firm's crypto team along with developers and executives like Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong from the course online. A full library of the videos and text-based resources lives on the company's website. Awesome. I'm going to check that out. Personally, I'm going to check that out. Why? Because, you know, Andrew Howitz is an awesome, awesome VC powerhouse. All right, next news. Actually, there's a, what is this? Okay. All right, next news. Uh, let's see. Mountain Gox creditors suffer $1.2 million in fees since March. What? The trustees for long-defunct Bitcoin exchange Mt. Gox has spent another $1.2 million on fees in the last six months, according to an update posted today on its official forum. Oh man, my microphone just touched my chin. That's so weird. But an unusual creditor are complaining about uh, complaining that Nobukai Kobayashi, the platform's bankruptcy trustee, gave few updates on what the money was spent on and whatever they are progressing uh, and whatever any progress has been made. Not much of an update, the user report on finance $1.2 million consumed in the past six months, said uh, Hono, a member of the governance board, adding no update on Vinic, NZ, FinCEN, or new recoveries. As Decrypt explained, Mouse Gox was one of the biggest Bitcoin exchanges. It closed down in February 2014 after suffering an ex extended hack of 600,000 Bitcoin, worth $7.2 billion today. Since then, its creditors are still waiting for refunds after Kobayashi received the platform's remaining funds, around 200,000 BTC, as its rehabilitation trustees. Oh my god, don't tell me that they, so they gave him the, B, the BTC and he's just gonna, oh man, it's just gonna get washed out, watch, it's, it's gonna get washed out. Anyways, next news, written by Scott Cipollino. Man, is my microphone too high? That's the second time it touched my chin. Standard Charter wants to hold more crypto for institutions. Investment bank Standard Charter is planning to grow its cryptocurrency holdings on its balance sheet on behalf of the institutional investors. The bank has put out three job applications over the uh, last two weeks to build out a crypto asset team to support this goal. The bank already revealed it was planning on building a custody solution three months ago. However, two of the bank's recently published vacancies showed that Standard Chartered uh, wants to actively grow its crypto assets under management. This puts st Standard Chartered into a position to compete with investment giants like Fidelity, which it which has already launched a Bitcoin fund for wealthy investors. Well, good luck. 
trying to compete with Fidelity is questionable. Next news, but it's it's healthy. Honestly, it's healthy, 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 healthy. In in the sense that there should be other companies out there to put these big corporations in check. Hey, if you're charging too much, we're charging a little lesser, and so on and so forth, and may and produce high quality products, more or less. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, next news written by Robert Stevens. Tech millionaire John McAfee is having a great time in prison. <laughs> a big old smile on his face. Look at him. John McAfee, the drug-fueled former tech CEO whose antivirus software still secures 500 million people's computers, was arrested in Spain on Monday on charges of illegally promoting initial coin offerings and evading his tax obligations. He's awaiting extradition to the U.S., but no rush. He's loving every second, according to a message relayed by his wife, Janice McAfee. Hello from prison, my friends. His message begins, I am having a fascinating time. Spanish prison is not that bad. We can wear whatever clothes we want. We can smoke and socialize. It's like the Hilton without turn-down service. Uh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, he's he's getting he, he's getting on well with his new friends too. My cellmate is an ambassador drug de- <laughs> an ambassador's drug dealer. I wish I would have known him before he reportedly said the prison yard is full of murderers, but mostly nice people. I spend most of the time with my back to the wall. Janice McAfee added, "He is still in good spirits currently. She's putting uh, all my energy into bringing uh, bringing her man home." She said, it's out of her hands. It's up to the lawyers lawyering. We have a team of the best, so I expect a good outcome. Well, if he doesn't get killed, don't, you know, not trying to jinx him or anything, but hey, who knows? Maybe somebody's out for him, you know? Obviously, uh, obviously there, there are some big heads out for him. Anyways, uh, next news written by Robert Stevens. MicroStrategy shares tips for firms copying its Bitcoin strategy. Michael Saylor, CEO of MicroStrategy, bought $425 million of Bitcoin in September and August amid the summer's bull run. The purchase meant that the billion-dollar tech firm, which counts BlackRock, Vanguard, and one of the world's largest pension funds as investors, now had, now that, now had most of its reserves assets in Bitcoin. Today, Saylor released a curated set of resources put together by the company designed for any company or investor considering Bitcoin as a treasury reserve asset. The resource, the resources include some of the reference materials we replied upon to make our decision, he, he said in a tweet today. Most of the resources are interviews with Saylor himself or articles about MicroStrategy's decision to buy Bitcoin. Featured is Saylor's appearance on the Pumped podcast hosted by Bitcoin influencer Anthony Pompliano as well as various articles written about him. Okay. Um, other resources included the Internet of Money, a collection of talks by Bitcoin advocate Andreas Antonopoulos, as well as the links on such talks. Okay, then there's uh, the white paper for Bitcoin. Uh, see that? Oh, come on, come on! They're doing the right things. They're. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again and again and again. If you haven't read Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper, you have to read it to understand what is going on currently. Right, the Bitcoin white paper, Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper, explaining what blockchain is, is what is going to happen for us. That this is what's transitioning. This is what's going on. Big corporations have realized blockchain 
is the future and that's what's being adopted okay read it understand it read it over and over again I read it a ton, so many times over and over again um, and Andreas Antonopoulos was only that that extra foundation that helped me compound the idea of what blockchain is so if you also want to want to learn a little bit more with some help Andreas Antonopoulos gets into nerdy talk if you want to know it a little more detailed uh, he's gonna help you out check him out on YouTube Andreas Antonopoulos anyways next news written by Jose Antonio Lance Chainlink price surges 10% amid crypto market rally let's see here while the eyes of crypto oh my goodness <clears throat> While the eyes of crypto observers are firmly on, on where Bitcoin bulls move next, the Link Marines are marching along at a faster pace. Link, the native Ethereum-based token or of decentralized Oracle provider Chainlink, today jumped by more than 10% and is once again trading above $10 per coin. Chainlink has been on fire in 2020, at one point rising 1,000% in price since the start of the year, but following a nasty correction that erased almost 65% of its capitalization, the token has been up and down since. Today though, it appears to be on its way to a recovery, now trading above $10 for the first time in more than a week. Chainlink Technicals, on the other hand, despite today's enthusiasm from link traders, the token remains inside a strong bearish channel, which looking at the charts, Ever since reaching its all-time highs of nearly $20 per coin in mid-August, its peak have been much more lower than its values are getting deeper as well. Hmm, that's not, that doesn't sound too good. Let's check out the charts. Let me see. Oh, I see. So it is on a down, downward trend. Even though it's going up, it's, it's overall going down. It's only up today, but it's going down in the long run. That's not good. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Bank of Japan is preparing digital currency trials for early 2021. The Bank of Japan today said that it has no plans to issue a central bank digital currency or CBDC, but considers it important to prepare thoroughly. This given the possibility of a surge of public demand for central bank digital currency going forward considering the rapid development of technical innovations, according to a report published today. In its report, the BOJ said several times that the conditions under which it would consider issuing a CBDC are unlikely, but but that it has two proof-of-concept phases in the works which may start as early as April 2021. These proof-of-concepts may one day lead to a pilot. Hmm. Central bank digital currencies are, well, digital currencies minted by central banks. The idea takes inspiration from cryptocurrencies. That's a ledger, sometimes one of the sometimes one that runs on a blockchain, but the whole thing is relatively centralized and works nothing like Bitcoin. Okay, yeah, that's true. Anyways, anyways, next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Why US crypto exchanges aren't playing ball with the IRS? The message comes straight up, straight from up top and stretches right down to the gutter. The U.S. Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says the says that the International Revenue Service isn't pulling its weight and must do more to get cryptocurrency exchanges, who are also not pulling their weight, to send the tax to send the correct tax forms to the customers who are grossly misreporting their tax returns. 
This is not the time to escape your crypto taxes because everybody above you is looking into the space uh, and they're implementing stricter rules. Shehan uh, Chandra Segera, head of tech strategy at Cointracker, a company that produces software to aid aid filing crypto taxes, told Decrypt. Okay, just don't skip on your taxes, dude. Pay your taxes. That's it. All right. Companies, make it easier for us to to file our taxes, to do our taxes. When you're giving a giving us a bunch of numbers, it, it's very difficult. Just give us break it down very easy. What is it? What is it? First in, last one out, or first one, first in, first out? I think it's first in, first out, right? FIFO. Yeah. Anyways, uh, next news run by Alexander Behrens. Bitcoin volumes drop, but exchanges aren't worried. Report. Centralized exchanges are starting to feel the pressure as decentralized exchanges' trading volumes grow, but many still believe they have competitive edges that will keep users coming back. This September 2020, Crypto Compare Exchange Review found trading volumes on centralized exchanges declined in September compared to the previous months, despite hitting a yearly high for a single day, day volume of more than $27.6 billion on September 3rd. Spot and overall derivatives market volume declined both by 17.5%. Uh, let's see here. Okay, bunch of numbers, bunch of more numbers. Okay, centralized exchanges may may be feeling good about the future, but they'll need to be sure to stay on the right side of the law. Least they suffer the same fate as recently uh, indicted, uh, indicted, in in. Indicated, indicted, 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 indicted BitMEX executives. All right, next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Ethereum-based DeFi stole shows in Q3 2020 report. According to a report on this summer's crypto market from Singaporean crypto metric site CoinGecko, Q3 2020 was the summer of decentralized finance. Well, yeah. But the numbers are eye-catching. CoinGecko found that the capital inflow into the crypto crypto market increased by nine dollars and no nine point fifteen billion dollars in Q3, attributing the spike to DeFi protocols. The report ultimately confirms that decentralized finance stole the show after June's introduction of yield farming, a new way of earning tokens on. DeFi protocols, generally decentralized der- derivatives platforms, decentralized exchanges, and non-custodial lending protocols. The rise of the DEXs. For starters, inflows of Ethereum-based US dollar stablecoins, USDT, USDC, DAI, and WBTC soared. Pegs to the dollar are useful when wading through DeFi, a highly volatile space. USDT's volume rose by 61%, USDC by 157%, Die by 598% and WBTC by 1,766%. That's insane. And people generally use DeFi protocols, CoinGecko found. Although volume on decentralized exchanges amounted to just 6% of the volume on, on centralized exchanges, DEX's volumes grew by 700% in Q3 found CoinGecko. Awesome. Uniswap. Uniswap. Alright, next news written by Jeff Benson. Spain lawmakers get Bitcoin, but there's a catch. What's the catch? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Earlier this week, the Chamber of Digital Commerce sent every U.S. representative and senator $50 in Bitcoin 
Now, Spanish cryptocurrency advocates are getting in on the act. Spanish newspapers ABC reported yesterday that all 350 deputies in Spain's lower house, the Congress of Deputies, are due to receive one euro worth of Bitcoin as part of a campaign by tokenized education technology platform to tell us and crypto news site Observatario Blockchain. The idea is similar to the U.S. campaign called Crypto for Congress, although it's unclear whether that's a coincidence. In that campaign, the announcement on Monday, cryptocurrency advocacy group Chamber of Digital Commerce announced it was sending $50 worth of Bitcoin to each U.S. member of Congress. The idea wasn't to bribe them. $50 barely buys a round of beers in D.C. But to help lawmakers understand how cryptocurrency actually works, the money went along with a suit of educational training tools on Bitcoin. Similarly, to Telus founders Miguel Caballero explained, probably many of your lordships already have some experience in the use of cryptocurrencies, but we would like for those who are not yet familiar with the new money to have the opportunity to become familiar with it, related ABC. That's increasingly important for Eurozone member Spain. Christine Lagarde, president of the European Central Bank, said last week, that these ECBs should be prepared to issue a digital euro. The announcement corresponded with the release of the comprehensive report on what digital euro adoption would look like. Public consultations begin October 12th. With a digital euro on the near horizon, we believe that our deputies as citizens' representatives should be aware of the benefits and risk of cryptocurrencies, said Caballero. To be fair, central banks' digital currencies are are a different beast than Bitcoin, which is not state-issued, but they both require regulations and legislators should think through liability re- related to storage and third-party custody, as a recent Bank of Canada report highlighted. And Spanish legislators also need to make sure they're keeping the pace with their constituents. Notwithstanding Turkey, Spain has one of the highest rates of cryptocurrency adoptions in Europe, at 10% according to the Statista... Statista Global Consumer Survey compared to 7% in the U.S. Chamber of Digital Commerce founder and president Perian Boring told Decrypt, While the Chamber of Digital Commerce is not affiliated with the program, we support and encourage blockchain and cryptocurrency educational initiatives for policymakers around the world. Yet, the Chamber's... How long is this? Okay, this keeps going and going and going. All right. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Prominent hacker heads two crypto VC firms, Paradigm. In September, white hat, white hat hacker Samson rescued nearly $10 million in ETH from being stolen. Now, he has nabbed a job with Paradigm, a venture capital firm for crypto assets and blockchain startups. Matt Huang, co-founder and managing partner of Paradigm, told Decrypt that Samsung will bring his security and audit expertise to the portfolio. That portfolio already includes investments in decentralized exchange Uniswap, Ethereum Wallet Argent, censorship-resistant Keep, Keep Network, and decentralized storage platform Sia. <coughs> wow, he's doing a lot, huh? Non-hackers may recognize the moniker from a September hacking operations in which Samsung discovered 25,000 ETH sitting in a vulnerable smart contract belonging to DeFi Projects Lean Finance, knowing, uh, knowing the money was bound to be stolen. Samsung and Associates worked to move the money to safety without drawing attention to bots looking to exploit smart contracts. 
It's another splashy hire for Paradigm, co-founder by by Huang and Coinbase co-founder Fred. Uh, what is that? Air Air Sam. In July, Paradigm welcomed Gus Codabella, the former acting general counsel of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, as its general counsel. Codabella merged government ex- government experience with crypto know-how, having previously served as chief legal officer for Circle, which issued the USD coin stablecoin alongside with Coinbase. Well then, all right. Well, guess what, Cryptonauts? We are done for the day. That's it. We're done. Once again, uh, if you want to chit chat, head on over to the uh, to the Discord uh, to the Discord channel and chit chat with us. But that's it, Cryptonauts. I'll let you go for today. I'll see you all tomorrow. Adios.